Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. My name is Birdie and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. My name is Robert, and I'm an energy worker. That means I'm in tune with the flow of energies that surround us. I'm immersing myself in the paranormal to discover where my path will take me. Welcome to our Spirit Diaries. And welcome to the Spirit Diaries. My name is Birdie. And mine's Robert. And this is the last story episode. (laughs) I'm just letting you go. Well, <laughs> that is it. So, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> 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 he forgot about second verse. <laughs> there is no second verse. Stop. There is now. Oh man. <sighs> so the story is coming to a close, and things at this point. I want to say they didn't stop being as uh, frequent or often. I think they just became a lot more mundane. Mm -hmm. Seeing spirits became the huge. And it wasn't as shocking as those first moments were. No longer was I upset or crying in the corner, freaking out. Even alarmed. I had seen something. Yeah, I mean, it just became a very oh, there's this person here. This is what they want. This is who they belong to. This is how, uh, this is all they want to do. And I mean, it it was just very, oh, there's a guy on the side of the road. Oh, he died there. He died from a car crash on this day. Go home and Google it. Yep, that's right. Okay, move on. (laughs) So, I mean, it became a very run-of-the-mill thing um to where like i said the stories didn't really stop Uh, there's just nothing notable i can really think to tell you all that is so different than the rest Mm -hmm. that i was encountering for the very first time right but still have a few stories so we're just gonna jump straight into it but before we do i just want to say a quick thank you for listening thank you for being here for this story and i really hope you enjoy the wrap-up of this Yeah. So I still had these silver cords attached to people from me. Um, I called them strings 
and I had no idea what chords were. Uh, so I could feel people at the end of these strings like a tether. And these tethers gave me psychic information about these people, whether that be I feel what they feel, I see what they're seeing. Um, and it was very overwhelming because I had strings to so many people in my life, uh, so many people that I didn't even talk to some of the people for years that I still freaking felt them. So it was really strange. Um, one of the most notable stories about the chords happened to where I just kept feeling my brother and I was feeling him, feeling him, feeling him and I seen his name be spiritually written on the wall in our room and I kept just getting contact him, contact him, contact him and uh, we, we don't talk that frequently so you know there wasn't really anything I needed to talk to him about so I, I wasn't going to necessarily call out of the blue especially uh, he knew he knows I'm a medium um but you know it's still a strange thing especially with family mm -hmm. to bring up uh just because they've really watched this all unfold and I think a lot of them still are like oh my god you're so creepy <laughs> so <laughs> it's been a little weird to navigate it with them at this point in time so I, I was a little hesitant to be like, hey, yeah, spirits are writing your name on the wall. What's going on? Um, but then I got this like pull on my cord to where it like just ugh, twisted something in my stomach. And I got a vision, which is so, so rare for me. I, I'm not somebody who gets visions, but I got a vision. I was on this very specific road. It was clear as day. It's a road I had been on before. I knew the buildings all around this intersection. And on the north right side of this intersection, there was like this big like glowing thing of like, don't go here, like a big old red X type of feeling like don't go here. And I looked at the street sign and I, I was like, oh, yeah, it's this intersection. And I just got the worst feeling that my brother was going to go there and he was going to die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like I said, my mediumship isn't always pretty. I, I sometimes get really dark things. Uh, this was one of them. And of course, uh, I was like, uh, do I tell my brother he's going to die or do I just not say anything? And if it happens, then I'll just feel guilty for the rest of my life. This was a very panicked <laughs> moment, too. Yeah. Like, like You were under a lot of distress in this moment. Like, what do I do? Yeah, because I mean, it's weird. I, I had just very uh, casually started talking about uh, my mediumship with him. And like I said, he was sending some stuff my way, you know, really testing the waters um, with it. And it, it was a new thing for us to understand. Um, so I, I felt weird bringing it up again and being like, hey, I really got a feeling you should not be here. Um, anyways, I was like, if I don't call, I'm going to regret it. Like, I'd rather look stupid than not call. Mm -hmm. So I called. He didn't pick up. And I told him, I was like, hey, I see that you're going to be at this intersection. Don't go here tonight. I was like, whatever your plans are, cancel them. I said, if you cannot cancel your plans, I was like, avoid this specific intersection. And he didn't pick up, didn't pick up. And I was just hoping he heard my voicemail. <sighs> so uh, the next day came and I got a phone call from him. And he's like, hey, he's like, how'd you know I was going to be there last night? <laughs> I was like, what do, you, what do you mean? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, that uh, 
that place you're talking about on the north right side of that intersection, he's like, that's a bar I was going to. He was like, all of my friends were driving up in the direction you've seen. He's like, I just didn't feel well last night. I went to bed early and I canceled on them last minute. He's like, they all got in a car crash right there on the corner on their way to the bar. He's like, and I would have been there. And they got T-boned on the left side of the car. Mm -hmm. And he would have been sitting in the left back. Uh, That's where he sat in their friend's car. And that's where it got hit. Luckily, none of his friends were injured. But that side of the car was completely crushed in and it needed total to where if he was sitting there, he would have been absolutely injured. Yeah. So he's like, well, that's pretty cool. <laughs> I, was like, that's not, I was like, that's not pretty cool. I was like, I was panicked all night. Like, I, <laughs> you I've, didn't answer. <laughs> I've been panicking. I, I thought maybe you went and did something horrible. So um, after that, I started looking into what these cords were and they're called cords. Um a lot of people experience them as these silvery things that come from you, and you can actually cut them. Uh, there are cord cutting rituals. Uh, there are several types of them. So I read a few different rituals of how you can cut them, and ultimately I decided I wanted to cut mine. I didn't want to have psychic connections to anybody, um, only because, you know, mediumship i understand is something that can be really really cool and i absolutely love at times Mm -hmm. um there's also some things that i have gotten information on that i really wish i didn't have information on right um sometimes i do want to be normal uh sometimes i do not want to be forewarned you know especially when it comes to family and a few of these strings were to people i didn't want to feel anymore um I I decided to cut all my strings and I did. And it feels so much better now. Honestly, like mental health wise, psychic wise, everything. I feel so much better since I cut cords. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean I have to stop talking to any of those people or anything like that. It just means that I don't have that psychic connection to where I know what they're doing at all times because it got a little annoying for them and for me. So Yeah, you seemed more yeah. cheerful afterwards. You were a lot more, it seemed like you were feeling lighter and just kind of able to breathe for once. Yeah, I, I definitely felt better. So if you guys do, I know a lot of you asked when I originally started talking about strings, um, if you do have that uh, experience, there is definitely ways you can remove those. So, yeah, I felt better. So that's what happened with that. Um, and then, uh, gosh, around the house and no matter where I went, there was just dead birds everywhere. This was a reoccurring theme in my life. It just kept happening. There was just dead birds, dead baby birds everywhere. And uh, it just started to be this trend of like everywhere I went, there was dead birds. And I know it's like, oh, well, if you start looking for something, you're going to see more of it. But it was more than that. This was excessive. Yeah, it, it was extreme to where people I hadn't even told about dead birds started bringing it up to me. And they're like, there are dead birds everywhere you go. <laughs> really? I hadn't noticed. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, but everybody, everybody around me started noticing. They're like, what is it with you and these dead birds? Um, and then one day I gave a reading like 
to a forest spirit um and i came home and it was the first time i had given a reading robert is just sitting here shaking his head it was the first time i had given a reading in a while i was on one of my trends of like i don't want to give messages and anyways i ended up giving a reading to somebody who was wanting one i come home and in front of our door is a dead bird and only its head was exposed to where it was just the bird's skull, but mm-hmm. the rest of it was still feathered. I have a picture of it. Mm-hmm. I will find it and put it on Patreon. And it was just the final straw to where I'm like, okay, this is not a coincidence. Something left a dead bird on our doorstep. Mm-hmm. And we have security cameras. So I checked the security cameras and I'm like, who the heck is playing this prank on me? Mm-hmm. Who came up to put this bird directly in front of my front door. It was like a package. It was just sat there perfectly. Mm-hmm. And I I didn't know what to do. So I, uh, we we got it with a shovel. Yeah, like, we picked it up and took it out back and buried it. Yeah. And then thought that would just be it. Figured maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe like a neighborhood cat came by and dropped it off. It was just like a... Yeah. <laughs> passing through for some reason and just happened to drop it on our doorstep. Whatever. Drop and it on our doorstep dead with a, its skull completely Yeah, peeled. like it just only liked the head meat. I don't know. <laughs> like that was it. That was like, and so we just kind of like buried it and tried to move on. Yeah, we buried it in the backyard. I, we had like a little moment for it. And um, the next day... <laughs> We look in the backyard and something dug up the bird. Mm-hmm. And it. <laughs> the bird had no meat on it. It was completely rotted. Like, mm-hmm. while it had feathers, there was no stench. Mm-mm. There was nothing that would have given... There was no reason for an animal to dig it up because mm-hmm. there was nothing they would get off of the bird. So we're looking at this huge hole that had been unburied of this bird skeleton. And I'm looking in the yard. And we have photo evidence of this. There are lion's feet prints in the mud of our backyard. Lion. Mm-hmm. It's this a lion. It is not a dog. We had it looked it's not at. a coyote. Like, it is a big lion's. Cat. It is a big cat footprint. Mm-hmm. And the footprint was about the size of my hand. Not my palm. My hand. Mm-hmm. What? We live in a neighborhood. Like, we... There... What? There are not big cats that are supposed to be in this area. And right. And I mean, I buried it pretty deep, too. Like I was because I believe I made that that (laughs) comment to you. Like I dug the hole at least I want to say like three or four feet deep because I was Uh like, I don't want anything digging this up and going through our backyard because I mean, we have like there's possums that run around there's there's raccoons event sometimes and it's yeah. like i don't i don't want to get anything that's like gonna attract anything yeah to come dig it up so yeah. i dug i buried it pretty deep i know and it was gone yeah yeah it it was uh weird so of course we're like oh it must have been a mountain lion 
That's the only thing it could be in this area. Right. There's no reports of any mountain lions being seen in this area ever. No. Like they they don't they're not in this area. So <laughs> we're like, well, they are now. <laughs> um so that was our only guess. Um, of course, nothing got picked up on security cameras, so we have no way of proving that it was a mountain lion. Um, and we have security cameras that point towards that spot yeah. and are motion activated. Yeah. And they're infrared, so mm-hmm. they can see in the dark. If anything came through, we should have seen it. Yeah, I I have I have no I have no clue. Uh, we sort of suggested to some neighbors, like, hey, be careful. There's a mountain lion walking around our backyards. And they were like, no, there's not. <laughs> you guys aren't from around here. Like, there are not mountain lions here. Calm down. And uh, that's kind of really where it got left is no one really knew how or why there could be a mountain lion potentially in this area. And while they were big cat prints, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no other logical explanation explanation or reason. Uh, so that was really weird. And then some time had passed and I uh, was taking a bath, which is one of my psychic moments. I, I when I'm in water. Uh, it seems that everything sort of comes clear. And uh, I seen the little lion thing walk by our uh, bathroom door. And I, at this point, have been, I would say at least a year. Mm-hmm. Even more since I had last seen the little lion entity in our house. And... So at this point, I've gotten a lot more comfortable with mediumship. And I'm like, hey, hey, like, what are you? (laughs) What are you? (laughs) And I am blatantly asking because at this point, I know if I ask, I'll get a response. And I know it felt so silly that I never knew I could ask questions. And I know I said this before. I didn't until that one circle, which was honestly one of the best experiences of my life, even though I got kicked out. It, it was absolutely fantastic. It was a wonderful time and experience because I, I am still grateful, even though that woman kicked me out. She was the first one to tell me, uh, yes, you can get the information. Just ask. Mm-hmm. Just ask. And as as dumb as that may sound, I, I never put it together that I was also in control of communication. Right. They were able to communicate with me, but I was also able to communicate with them. And that's something I never considered before. It goes both ways. Yeah. And I mean, I I just was so in fear of everything that I didn't want to ask questions. I seen it and I'm like, why are you here? Go away. Like, don't tell me why you're here. Just go, leave, leave, leave. Ah, (laughs) like, and it's like, no, I have the ability to ask. So of course, this little lion thing walks by and I'm like, oh my God, who are you? And... I very clearly get a name in my head and the name in my head that comes through came through in a voice and I was like, oh my gosh, I know that voice. It's Mr. Growly voice. (laughs) And at that moment, everything became clear. Mr. Growly voice was the lion and the lion had always been there. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
Oh my gosh. I've seen a lion in middle school. There was a lion entity that was with me in my haunted ass middle school. And I thought back before that and I was like, oh my gosh, I had seen that weird lion shadow on my forehead. And every, you know, medium was picking up this lion entity around me. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness. I was like, Mr. Growly Voice, this is your name. And the name he gave me, I Googled it. And uh, the meaning of the name was so freaking spot on the nose. Um, He's a very specific entity. I don't think he would like if I shared his name, so I'm not going to. Um, But his name was just... Oh, it was perfect. I was like, oh, you, you've got to be kidding me. This is the <laughs> meaning of your name, you little man. And this is the moment I I was like, oh, my God. I, I think I might have a spirit guide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I never believed them to be true. Everybody talked about, oh, I have spirit guides. And they're amazing. And they're this. And they're that. And they help you. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, I don't have that crap. I've never had any spirit be like, I'm your guide. And then I I just, it clicked and I was like, oh my gosh, I have a spirit guide and he is a freaking lion. Yeah. And the dead birds, like a cat, brings <laughs> gifts. Every time I did mediumship, there was a dead bird at the end. A little trophy. Yes. Like a good job, stay on track. And I was like, oh my goodness, the dead birds, seeing them isn't like this scary death omen. I'm like, the birds are a sign that I'm doing something right. Right. So now when I see dead birds, I, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for real though, like when one shows up on our doorstep, yeah, I take it with, you know, a lot of gratitude mm-hmm. and thankfulness. And it, it really changed my perspective on how you see the world. A lot of people are like, oh, these are bad omens or blackbirds are bad omens or this is a bad omen or a black dog's a bad omen. It doesn't need to be a bad omen unless you want it to be. Like dead birds uh, online, when I was looking them up, when I was running into somebody's going to die in your family. Somebody's going to die. This is a death omen. And, and no, no, it wasn't. It was my spirit guide giving me a pat on the back in the most cat-like ironic way (laughs) it could have like good job birdie here's a dead bird (laughs) goodness gracious so (laughs) yeah it was really cool he doesn't hang around all the time uh the last time i seen him was right before episode three of our season and that's the last time i've seen him and i probably won't see him again until i'm in a in an episode three type of situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he doesn't stay around all the time. But I got so curious because I thought, is he a spirit guide? And why is he an animal? Like, how does that work? Is he a different entity masking itself as an animal? Is he really a lion? Like, why would a lion talk? This doesn't really make sense. So I wanted to understand more about who he was and where he came from. And uh, some of the information he had was very, very, very odd with uh, signs and symbols I was putting together in my life. It just kind of fit right in. Um, 
I had ended up doing a past life regression. Um, I very vividly remember one of my past lives, uh, which I, I'm not going to share, uh, but it was in a time that correlated to all of this, all of this all correlated to this one very specific time period, mm-hmm. um, which I think was my first human life on earth. Right. Um, without getting too much into the woo-woo side of mm-hmm. this, you know, because then you start going into like aliens and were you an alien and all this sort of weird stuff. So we're not, we'll just, we'll leave that out. My first human life, I have a time period. And I think that's where my buddy came from. Um, but during this regression, I will say real quick to sort of sidetrack I very, very vividly remember uh, the day I was born and I remember being in the delivery room and I was watching myself be born and there was two men in black suits (laughs) on each side of me and I was cussing them out and I was like, I am not doing this. I'm not doing this. I am not doing this. And I was very unhappy. And they're like, listen, you you told us no matter what, you got to do this. And I was like, I know, but I don't want to. It was this huge thing. It was very strange. And then I jumped into this little tiny baby body <laughs> in front of me. And um, that's what happened. Uh, oddly enough, I had no idea that uh, I had actually died while I was born. And that's what I seen in the regression is my little baby body was like dead. And then I popped in. And then that's where, you know, my life begins. Uh, what's really weird is I found out a few years after that regression that I did die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the positioning and everything I had seen in that regression, I explained it to my mom. And she was like, that's exactly the colors of this. That's exactly where everything was. That's where the doctor was standing. That's where I was. That's the way the bed was positioned. That's where this machine was. That's Mm -hmm. where that machine was. That's what side they put you on. So it was very, very, very odd. Very freaky. Mm -hmm. But anyways, the rest of that regression connected to this little spirit guide. Um, And I wanted to learn more. So I seen that there was this course being taught on animal spirit guides. And I was so intrigued because I had never heard of an animal spirit guide. I thought they could only be human. So I signed up for the course and I drove to this place so I could go in person. And here's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think is going to happen, Robert? Oh, I think it's going to be super peaceful and you're going to have a great time and you're going to learn a whole lot from this person and you're going to be thankful you went. (laughs) Well, it wasn't a circle, so I was hopeful. And uh, the person who was running the course uh, was friends with a few of my friends. Mm -hmm. So I, I knew of them through, you know, word of mouth. So I was pretty excited. I had heard very good things. And I get there and 
everybody's like not talking in class and anyways they start presenting and they go through like this is the sign of a spirit guide and this is the sign of an animal spirit guide and um she's like it was like a form of your own consciousness mm-hmm. so I raised my hand and she's like, oh, yeah. And I I asked, I was like, if you think an animal spirit guide is a form of your own consciousness, I was like, does that mean it's just a projection of myself? I was like, or do you think that they could be different entities? Because I really believe that he is his own entity. I don't think we're related in any way mentally. Mm-hmm. So I asked <laughs> the presenter that. And they got sort of upset and a little flustered. And they're like, no, they're their own entity. And I was like, oh, okay. I was like, I, I would agree. I was like, because I have an animal spirit guide. I was like, and I would agree they're their own entity. I was like, but you said they were a form of your own consciousness. I was like, so I was just trying to figure that out. And they're like, oh, I, I misspoke. I misspoke. Speak clearer no 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 it was all fine it was all fine i just i think i caught him off guard and then everybody else in the class like sort of straightened up and just stared at me and i'm like oh crap (laughs) like birdie you're doing it again shut shut up (laughs) shut up i'm like why do i keep doing this like i really don't mean to um but then like the presenter brushed it off and i was like okay i was like i was the first question i just got him off guard i caught him off guard so um we continue and they were talking and they were talking about like how they speak to you and I (laughs) raised my hand again and I was like can I ask you a question and of course they're like yeah of course of course so everything was good and I was like well I said I know you said they can talk to you um I was like, but would you hear them in your own voice or are you hearing them in a different voice? Because I've heard spirits pretty much always in my own voice aside from this one. This one has his own distinct voice. Mr. Growly is so, um, it's such a distinct voice that I've never heard before. Um, And the presenter was like, well, uh, what do you think? And I was like, oh, I was like, I mean, I know mine has his own voice. And she's like, yeah, they have their own voice. And so I was like, okay, cool, cool. All right. Um, anyways, the class went on and this person was talking about their animal spirit guide. And I was so elated. Uh, they actually recommended Animal Speak by Ted Andrews for more reading, uh, which... I have the book and I've read a lot of, uh, not all of it because I have a problem with finishing books, but still. It's called time. <laughs> that problem is called time. Still, uh, that's a book they recommended. Um, and after the class, I was like, I can't wait to ask more questions. So I sort of hung back, let everybody else ask questions. And um, then when they were alone, I went up and I was like, hey, I actually have a question um, about animal spirit guides. I was like, I actually started uh communicating with mine a few years back but i have i can't like choose when i talk to them i was like is there a way i could like choose when i talk to them and she's like let me just show you the way out and (laughs) she walked me to the front door opened it for me and she's like bye have a good one and (laughs) i just said thank you (laughs) And I, I left. 
I, I wasn't here for this. You're so anti-confrontational. I've been like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, what? I mean, what? What did you, I came home? I, I when I came home, I told you on the way home. I called you and I was like, <sighs> baby, <laughs> I got kicked out again. <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so why do you think that happened? What you got kicked out? Yeah. Um, I have many theories. I think sometimes people, I don't know if it's one of those things where it's like people are untrusting. So they're like, who are you and why are you asking, asking such specific, like high level questions? They're not high level. Well, I mean, like based on the topics that were had, it's like these were things that were diving deeper into the topic at hand. Mm -hmm. And it almost, from what was described to me. It almost sounded like either she was just not super knowing how to answer you and yeah. got it got a little bit frustrated and like didn't want to seem unknowledgeable. I think so too. And then at the same time you do have this thing where um People are like, who the hell are you and who invited you? <laughs> I know. Ugh. Because they're like, who are you and why are you pretending to be a student here? <laughs> yeah, I I definitely think I asked the wrong questions. But because I, I do think I asked questions that she wasn't expecting to hear. And or I even knew the answer to. Yeah, I think I just cut her cut her off guard in front of a group of people, and it's okay. Like I I was totally okay if she did not know the answers. Um, that would have been fine. I I just think perhaps I asked too many specifics. Still mm. came across a little rude to just escort you out. Yeah. I Instead of being like, I'm not sure. Let me give you some resources. I was really surprised I got escorted out. I felt really bad. It made me feel bad. That was the last time. That was the last time I've gone anywhere. I have not attempted to join any groups or anything since then. I was like, I am alone, medium. <laughs> I walk this path. Alone, with Robert standing in front of me, <laughs> holding <filming>. my hand. <laughs> right? No, yeah, that was that was a little disheartening, but I loved it because I knew that animal spirit guides were real, and that's what mine was. And after that, you know, everything sort of just kept falling in place. There was just spirits that came, and it made sense. Um, if I gave a house reading. It went well, uh, you know, nothing, nothing was really out of the ordinary and uh, everything started going really well. Um, when COVID started, I stopped giving readings, uh, since we are highly susceptible to being sick, mm -hmm. uh, especially, well, I guess both of us. Um, so it, uh, definitely changed the way we have to interact with people. Mm -hmm. Um, so after that, I stopped doing a lot of readings because I absolutely do not want to get either of us sick. Safety. Yeah, we're both high riskers. But um, I I stopped doing a lot of mediumship and things started getting shaky again. Things, you know, started moving around the house. Um, 
there was one night that I got really upset and I yelled <laughs> and light bulbs fell from the ceiling. So many light bulbs we go through. <laughs> this one literally <laughs> fell from the ceiling. Yeah, it was it was the hall light and it literally like the nail came out of its box that was securing it to a joist and it fell and hung by just the wires in the hallway with nothing else around it was very very obnoxious at the same time that i yelled yeah so i've tried i tried not to yell anymore because whenever i do something obscene breaks um (laughs) or just blows up or something i know i know so um it, it started getting a little bit more violent the energy and uh that's when i started this podcast um <laughs> And throughout the podcast, the only major thing that's really happened was our encounter with that cryptid, mm-hmm. uh, Windigo. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was, I think, the most insane thing that's happened during the podcast. Yeah. It's like we've had a couple of house clearings that we've done mm-hmm. where that just be cleansing out something that was passing through and got stuck or just... Weird vibes, weird energy flow in the house. Got to get that out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So cleansing doesn't even need to be because of a spirit. It can no. be because of your own funk, which sometimes you might funk up your own house. But ultimately, uh, I know a lot of you have been like, oh, no, how did it work out with your parents? How did it work out with your friends? Everything's good. Um, it all worked out. There was some shaky times in the beginning that, uh, you know, we didn't know how to handle it or... You know, a lot of people were really into it and while trying to be supportive, ended up not being supportive. Um, So it it was a fine tuning thing to where, you know, don't ask me to give you a reading and don't tell me about spirits without a heads up. (laughs) (laughs) Because if people start telling me about spirits, I'll just automatically start opening up and that can have detrimental effects if I'm not ready. Um. So, yeah, it was a little bit of a learning process for myself and friends and family. But I think everybody's pretty much got it now. And my parents were pretty much, they say they believed me. But, you know, I think they were on the fence until uh, they had some activity happening in their house. And my dad actually seen a pukwudgie. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had no idea what that was, <laughs> but I had told him, I was like, dude, Google this. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what you're seeing. And they had a string of activity. Um, and I told them, you know, to leave it out an offering of some strawberries, something sweet. Um, and they did. My parents left an offering. Weird. My parents yeah. left an offering. That is a big 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 step on their part mm-hmm. and yeah uh it went away and uh then they asked what else was in the house and i was like you really want me to tell you and they said yes so i gave them a reading on what was in their house and it was a spirit attached to them that i had no way of knowing ever existed uh, i got a name date everything of that particular spirit that i had no idea ever existed and uh freaked my parents out quite a bit <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and <laughs> do you remember my dad's like what did you say 
what yeah did you say what <laughs> and he he actually hung up the phone he's like i i have to call you back and <laughs> him and my mom talked for a bit and then they called us back and they're like tell us more <laughs> so uh yeah after that i think they're completely a hundred percent on board and all it all is well spirits still are all around all the time um but it's not a big deal anymore. It's become very, very normal. And a lot of the times it's all good. And you'll see in our episodes that um, a lot of the times it's really happy and all good. There are some times that I still get shaken. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not fearless. I definitely am still learning and still growing as a medium. And I don't think that will ever stop. I'm fearless. I'm a rock. Shut up. <laughs> this is a serious thing, and you just say that. Yeah. <laughs> now you've gotten a lot better with fear and everything. I think you are better at staring things in the face and just taking them for what they are. Yeah, and it's a lot it's also a lot different when I'm doing a house reading or a private case. And I absolutely know that I'm walking into something darker mm-hmm. versus um, like this episode three where <laughs> <laughs> I had no expectations of anything dark ever being encountered on these episodes. And um, <laughs> I got taken off guard. To be fair, I didn't know there was anything dark either until we got there. Yeah, I appreciate it. So I really just want to say that sharing my story has absolutely changed my life. This podcast has changed my life. I was completely done with mediumship when I started this podcast. Um, I was in a mindset of this is my bartering with spirit. I will tell my story. And by the time I finish it, that will be it. Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it quits. I'm going to be done being a medium. I don't want anything to do with it and they're going to have to accept it. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that at the start of this with all of your support and your guys's love and comments and really letting me into this community, I feel like for the first time I feel accepted (laughs) and I am so glad that you all were here and we're just listening and everything because oh i'm getting emotional (laughs) i would have never ever had like the guts to be able to face this head on like we did with the episodes if it wasn't for you guys (laughs) so thank you all for Showing so much love to both Birdie and myself and helping Birdie express her story and my story and just kind of let us tell our experiences and what we've learned throughout the years. Yeah, it's been an honor. And while the stories are over, uh. The podcast will continue, so we will continue on with some paranormal topics, and of course, we will be sharing 
special episodes of our investigation episodes. So behind the scenes and Q and A's of those. So there's another episode releasing in just a few days where we're going to talk about episode one. And then we will absolutely have an after the show chat that uh, we will talk about too, which you'll hear more in the next episode. But for now, I just want to give you all a big hug and just say thank you for being really awesome humans. And you guys mean more to me than I think I can ever convey. To both of us. So thank you for listening to the Spirit Spirit Diaries. Diaries. (laughs) 